Hello and welcome to another episode of Not For Nothing. We are here in New York, which is super exciting. And Sarah had a, a funny topic that she wanted us to discuss today. Um, we were reminiscing over how Britney Spears got married <clears throat> to uh, Jason Alexander. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of on a whim. Mm -hmm. Didn't they get married for what, like 24 hours? I think so. Um, and it was, it was in Vegas. It was in Vegas and it was like this whirlwind situation. She talks about it as in like something she did because she was bored. That's so real. And we were, it made <laughs> us think about like what are some of the craziest things we've done just because we're bored. Like purely out of boredom. Surely. And I honestly like I, Britney Spears' memoir, it's just going to be a smash hit. Honestly, I can't wait to read it. Um, but she said, yeah, she's like, honestly, we were just bored and thought it would be funny. And I was like, wow, I, such like a young yeah. adult answer. Um, and I would say the thing that comes to mind initially is playing with matches because it's like, why? It's so like, real. You're not a pyro. You're just lighting them for no reason. I will say it's an important skill to learn. You should have the skill. And a lot of people don't, which is crazy. Very true. To see people not know how to light matches. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, especially because you have the pussyweed matches. I'm sure you see people like. Like all the time. That's sort of They're curious. like, how does it work? You're like, I'll teach you a basic skill of survival. Like, this is actually very useful for you. Um, but match literacy. Um <laughs> we have a famous story in our household. Yeah. I remember I think something? it was a lighter, or maybe it was matches. I my sister got caught by my mom when she was young. Mm. And she was like playing with one or the other. And my mom was my mom said the craziest words that ever came out of her mouth. She's like, What are you weird? Like my sister was like, I'm just doing it for fun. Like, my mom couldn't understand it because she I don't know if she's ever been that bored where she's been, like, lighting a lighter or matches just for the fuck of it. For the fuck of it. Yeah. The answer should have been, like, no, I'm I'm not weird. I'm just bored. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. What about you? What's, like, the weirdest thing, like, you've done out of boredom? Did you ever make potions as a kid? Oh, yeah. That was, like, a big, like, let's just make potions. <laughs> let's make potions. Let's literally fucking waste money and time. And Let's like throw products. soap, leaves from outside <laughs> <laughs> into a potion. That's a good one. Actually, I like that a lot. Um, I would say when I was younger, organizing. Now it's something I truly avoid. Yeah, that was more of a kid thing. I'd be like, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh. rearrange my bedroom. <laughs> or like pack things. <gasps> yeah. I had like a mini suitcase, like a toy suitcase. I never reached that level. And I pretended to like go somewhere. <laughs> like I'm going on a business trip. And now it's like an hour before your flight. <laughs> and you're like. You were asking me if I had packed for New York the other night, and I was like, no, I'm going to do that at 10 a.m. when I'm trying to leave by 9.30. <laughs> Literally. Dude, I hate that. Um, yeah, I guess out of boredom, um, I've I've picked up a lot of expensive hobbies yeah. out of boredom. Tried to do my own nails. I've, you know, mm, what other things? Like, a lot of crafting. A, a lot. lot of crafting and a lot of, like, did we talk about this yet on the podcast where I bought the like wax, the at home waxing kit where you put in the microwave? Yes. And it fell on my leg and I have a scar <gasps> to this day. Of, oh my like, God. Like it burned my skin because I, it like fell out of, it basically stuck to my hand and I knew it was too hot, but then as it stuck to my hand, it like poured <gasps> into my leg. But definitely wow. like at home waxing when you're bored. So that was for fun. It was out of boredom. Wow. Dude, that's crazy. Um, I learned how to grow mushrooms out of boredom. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, this seems like a fun pandemic hobby. And then it became like a, 
some tismeras that I added to my resume. Would you get married out of boredom? I feel like when I was young, younger. Yeah, younger, like, yes. Now I'm like, oh, this sounds like so much tax stuff I have to like declare. Dude, it sounds like getting married is like something that would make me bored. Yeah, like, like the uh, whole process would just be like anxious boredom. Exactly. But she's so real for that. I could see myself and at respect. like- 18 i'd be like yeah yeah let's go to vegas and get married why not like that i feel like we used going to strip clubs in new york is definitely like a weird experience because it's also out of boredom also out of boredom and it's not really like it's not part of the culture here Mm -hmm. like it would be or it's not atlanta yeah exactly like where they are actually cool clubs that are performers yeah in new york it's don't get me wrong. There are performers. Like, it's yeah. hard, but, like, it's, it's just, less of a true show. You're going there because you're bored. You're bored and you, like, maybe want to look cool. Yeah, and you're, like, a big group. And yep. you're, like, where will we get in uh-huh. as a big group of guys? Exactly. Because they won't get into anywhere else. And you can get in as 18 plus. And you don't yeah. have to necessarily be 21 at all the spots. Crazy. Go to hookah bars. That was mm-hmm. also pure boredom. Like That's all I did, literally, between 18 and 21. Like, none of us really, like... Yeah, it's fun to do, but like obviously it's more fun to smoke weed. Like, and sometimes the hookah around the city is just fucking nasty and expensive. Hell yeah! But it'd like, be like ten heads on one hookah pipe just so we could hang out and talk. Like just so we could be at the spot, yeah, and like have a spot. Literally, just to be seated somewhere where you wouldn't get yelled at. Literally, <laughs> boredom, bored kids in NYC. That what a yeah, time. not getting married. No, definitely not. But respect to her. I think it's funny as fuck. So you think there's a shortage issue? I think there's a huge shortage issue. And what's that? Like, I mean, definitely like certain things. There's a shortage of sriracha right now, yeah, which is there's... devastating. And I actually heard that the sriracha shortage might not ever be solved. Oh, that's what I, it, it may be like an, uh, a big problem. A forever yeah. thing. Because there's no more chilies because of the yeah, environment. exactly. Oh my God, it's making me sick. It's so crazy. I love sriracha and I don't know if I'm ready to ever give it up. Sorry again, my nose is so motherfucking itchy. <laughs> um, but more than a shortage of money and chilies, uh huh. There's a shortage of hot men. <gasps> you dun, don't dun, dun. say. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean just externally. Yeah, educationally too. Or internally, yeah, like people. Not even education, just like humor, humor, niceness. Like personality, personalities are not hot. I got to say, too, like, it's also physical. Like, it's been a long 100%. time since I've been on the subway or on the street where I'm just like, wow, that person is actually breathtaking. Same. And, like, maybe it's, like, the city's getting us down. Maybe. Like, we're honestly very weathered ourselves. <laughs> I don't think we're ones to be talking right yeah, now. I'm, like, the most raggedy, run-down girl, <laughs> and I'm like, there's no happy people. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no more eye candy in this world. But it's true. I and used to be like, on the subway, and it was, like, kind of a treat. And it's not fair because there's still hot women around. And it's really and this is it made me think a lot about the fact that like maybe the trends and styles that young men are adopting are just not to our liking. Because they all are dressing like old men. They're all dressing like like because Larry David hot for his age. Larry David wannabe cringe. Very, very deeply cringe. Like Adam Sandler hot ish. Mm. Like if you're into that style. He is like the father of it, mm-hmm. but want to be Adam Sandler's. I think there's more women who are want to be Adam Sandler's right now than men, which is also alarming and unhot. Unhot and also just like it doesn't mean you're a man that you're wearing shorts, right? Yeah. Like why are you? 
basketball shorts and a fucking t-shirt just, and an oversized jacket why don't you compare shoes? yourself to somebody like there are women who dress like that too yeah it's true it's bad it's a bad look overall it's yeah. not that i don't dress like adam sandler i really do sometimes <laughs> i swear i do but like it's definitely not aspirational for me but yeah the style it's it's in a dire situation <laughs> not loving it um okay so you know, a lot of movies have come out recently. I saw the new Saw movie. Um, scary, but good. Very good. I don't like scary movies. Loved it. You didn't even go see Barbie. I had to, like, explain to you yeah. Mark's I just video. Yeah, I'm just like... Mark yeah. made the most incredible video because I'm no longer at the studio as much, and um, neither is Sarah. And Liz was also out of town for a while. And so, like, Mark and Alex were kind of, like, the boys running Petty Cash. Mm -hmm. And so he sent us this really funny video of him where he, like, removed the door sign and put it, like, Mark's, what is it, dojo? I don't remember because I, I didn't see the movie. It was so funny. Um, <laughs> it was cute, though. I it really was, liked it. it. He was really he committed had his to Ken, the bit. He yeah. had his Ken outfit on. Yeah, he was really committed. It was really cute. It was funny as fuck. But Sarah didn't understand the joke, and I had to, like, literally explain it to her. Like, a baby. I was like, so Barbie at one point leaves, <laughs> and Ken discovers uh, misogyny. I don't know what to say. I'm not a Barbie girl. I'm just in a Barbie world. <laughs> That's very true. Mm -hmm. You're like, I don't need to see a movie about myself. Exactly. Like, I run this bitch. Come on. Um, But, like, scary movie and scary movie season, and it's like, you know, in the colder months, yeah. it's like, you know, it's time to binge scary movies. So, yeah, I think the new Exorcist came out or something. A movie that has to deal with demonic possessions. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to get your take on demonic possessions. Like, do you believe in them? Like, do you believe that someone could literally, like, you see the videos, of course, in, like, the mega churches and stuff where yeah. people are, like, oh, speaking in tongues. And just start, like, having, like, some kind of yeah. seizure. Do you think, A... It's the devil. And B, that like someone could actually be possessed and what that what a possession actually looks like. Well, first of all, I don't believe in the devil. Oh, you don't? Do Jews not believe in the devil? I don't know. Even if they oh. did, I don't know if I would. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just I didn't know if that was I was like, wow. Well, I don't think in Judaism there's like heaven and hell the same way. Okay. Um Do you guys believe in negative entities like I don't think there's really like an afterlife. So just nothing happens. No, it's just you're good. Neutrality. Yeah, you're just, like in this limbo, everything stops. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but okay. Um, but I I do think some of these people are like extremely uh, mentally unwell mm -hmm. and are possessed by their disorders. I totally agree. I don't think it's the devil or, like, an external source. I also think they're, like, extremely brainwashed. Mm -hmm. and by religion? By religion and, uh -huh. like, the leaders, you mm -hmm. know, around them. Of course. Um, who, in a way, they could be the devil possessing them. Like Totally. These, like, leaders of certain, like, are cult leaders. And mm -hmm. they're and indoctrinating like you. And so I think that, yeah. Mega money behind their preaching. Yeah. Like, I don't think everybody's fully faking it. Mm -hmm. I think some people are, like, absolutely, like, in belief that this is the reality. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I personally do not think they are actually possessed by any otherworldly. So you think that they think that they're possessed? 
there are some people I who do think truly some people, do think that they are possessed. I do think there are some people who are like absolutely living a delusion that that they believe yeah. that that is their reality. And that totally. is really sad. Like I, I think agree. there are some people who are like, and some of these like videos and stuff, it feels just like again like trauma porn like people mm -hmm. like being like oh this is so weird and crazy and i'm like no but this person's like so unwell yeah 100%. like they need mm, psychiatric intervention that is of the not religious type yep i get you completely i'm like that like that's why i don't really find an appeal in like demonic possession movies because i'm like i've watched all the conjurings and stuff and it's like yeah it's a little bit crazy there's some jump scares and stuff it's like yeah the um annabelle is like super creepy but like I don't know if I necessarily believe that the devil, like I believe it in subtle ways, right? And I come from a religion that does believe in the devil, right? And um, it's just like, I don't think that the devil would necessarily go inside of somebody and act out on their behalf. No. I think that maybe like, okay, like let's say someone has is going through a downward spiral and like, you know, maybe they're into drugs and they're really spiraling and their life is getting out of control and they're losing their job. And it's like one thing after the other. Um, bad relationships, like disappointing your family, like so many things that come with like addiction and like your bad things and making bad decisions. Yeah. But I think like, OK, maybe from a religious perspective, like maybe you're being pulled down by like negative entities of some kind. Yes. But I don't exactly believe that the devil is going inside of you to possess you that makes sense and i kind of low-key believe that if there was a devil he's like or they're kind of like within every like i think there are True. devilish situations around yeah and that's really what causes like your downfall is like choosing that around being around people who are like embracing all these negative stuff 100 percent. and i i hate to be this person but i truly believe that like a lot of our contemporary extremist politicians are like embracing this devilish thing instead of embracing morality and like what's important for the general public it's yep. just about them and their like motives and i think that's how you like become the devil is like i agree with you when you become so self-centered on like your personal like whether it be financial mm -hmm. or whatever goals yep that you skew things like whatever yeah. way will get you your way exactly once you like lose community and like taking care of others and the well-being of others it's over i totally agree um and i also think that like i know in christianity they say like an antichrist is coming so it's what does that mean it means that basically like a person who will pose as a good person or oh, somebody who's okay. godly yeah. who is secretly yeah posing that way and i a I lot of speculations everywhere. about whether they're politicians yeah and i think that's and like you know so they say like are. it could hitler could have been an antichrist they say that there's three in uh, all of humanity. How do you know this stuff? My boyfriend's Christian. Oh, okay. Um, no, I know his name's Christian. But... No. <laughs> it's my favorite joke. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> no, but. Um, I love that you're sharing this stuff. No, it's like, it's actually interesting Because then to I me. get to learn. Thank you, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you learn that. Um, so like, there's other people in the past who, like, they say like Napoleon could have been an antichrist. Interesting. And they believe that there is one more coming. So mm -hmm. people speculate that they're among us right now. And it could be a politician. It could be some somebody like that. Like a DT. Yeah, exactly. An op, wow. a secret op. Wow. Crazy, right? So I think What else have you learned? So many things. Uh, it'll come up, I'm sure, in other combos. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so. All right, I know you're one of these people. <laughs> Not demonic. We're moving on from demons. Um, all right, so. <laughs> this is something I see a lot, and it's thrown my way, I think, because it is a neurodivergent <laughs> soup jump. <laughs> so, like, they're like, when you open the drawer oh, okay. and the last spoon is the one that you hate for no fucking reason. And I'm like, I I personally have never experienced that type of symptom. And I don't understand how it's possible to hate a certain spoon. Like, I mean, I get it if it like gives you a blister or something, but I'm like, what? what is the reason? You don't have like a, a particular mug or something that's like your favorite? I have favorite, but I don't have least favorites, mm. you know? Yeah. I'm especially with silverware. I'm just like it's all the fucking same set for the most part. No, like I feel like that's where the in my house we have like you know silverware for like actual meals, but mm -hmm. then my mom would let us only use like spoons that were like, you know, the random ones you got with cereal and shit like that. Yeah, like yeah. for the breakfast. I definitely have some mismatch in my mom's house yeah, and, like, and like I have some straggler knives like, and breakfast stuff. Breakfast silverware was always kind of different, like more mm -hmm. casual. Um, and there was always like a fight over like the breakfast spoons because there's always like a favorite, a least favorite, like, oh, this one's kind of falling apart. Like, I don't want it. Or like this one changes color in the milk. I, I used to one. love that one. Right. But then one of them, like we had one that was a faulty color changer. And that was the worst. It, like one. it didn't change anymore. Right. It had gone in the dishwasher and now was only the hot color. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, we had like melted. <laughs> and so that was like the least favorite. Wow. That's sad. Spoon, what about in adulthood? Do you have a politics. least favorite? Even if it's like all, they're all silver. They're okay, all so adult. Now it's different because I just moved into a new spot that has like a new, I went to new Target and set. got like a five They're pack. all the same. They're all, I don't even know, care. So I'll come back to you in five years when you have some mismatch. Yeah, like they're all, they're all great right now because yeah. they're all brand new. Okay, cool. Right, that's a follow-up question, I guess. Yeah, catch us back on my utensils dynamic maybe i'll start a soap opera about my utensils catch us on not for nothing season 26 <laughs> where my spoons act out <laughs> okay so you told me that the laws around alcohol in new york recently changed yeah tell me about that we're it's such a great moment right mm -hmm. it's such a important policy for new york mm -hmm. that now you can buy alcohol on sunday mornings you didn't used to be able to no not until 12 is that why brunch spots would like open at 12? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Or I don't know if that's why, but like, especially those boozy brunch places, yeah. they're not like serving anyone prior to being able to serve alcohol. That's I also am not sure about what the different, like if the law affects just purchasing from a liquor store. Oh, right. Or, or restaurants as well. Because that's also like, you know, you can't host brunch on a Sunday if you mm -hmm. were to drink and you can't have alcohol. Right. Wow. And so, if you want to drink before noon, I guess you're really a scumbag anyway. <laughs> and um, yeah, we were, it made me think about all the important and great things New York State is doing. And there's just been so much talk about alcohol recently. Like there was that other moment. That's what Mayor Adams is busy doing? Well, this is Governor Hochul. Good for her. I'm so proud yeah. of her. And you remember, I she's made you, a lot of great moves lately. I sent you that tweet where um she like there was a big game. What the, the Bills or whatever? What's the Buffalo team? Yeah, football. Um, but it was playing early, and it was a big deal because she like put out an announce like a order that would allow bars to serve alcohol earlier. Good for her. And it's not like, like she has alcoholism or anything. She's really like, showing her fucking colors. Yet you guys are 
policing can like the cannabis industry is an absolute disaster in New what York. A shit show. It's a shit show of like the highest proportion. But I'm so glad we're pushing alcohol. It's really a narrative we needed at this time in and speaking of pushing alcohol, like when did we decide that small businesses needed to continue suffering? Because yeah. during the pandemic, New York made a reversal on their law that was like, uh, you can now accept alcohol deliveries, which there are alcohol deliveries. Like if you are doing Drizzly or like Uber Eats or something specific for alcohol. Mm-hmm. But yeah. restaurants were able to be like, OK, if they had margaritas in yeah. store, you'd be able to pack up a margarita to go. The delivery guy checks your ID at the door and you're all good to go. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't drink that much anymore. But when the pandemic first hit and I was living at my parents' house. Dude, same. We definitely ordered the margaritas to go. It was so fun. It was very fun. It gave us. It was like. a And also the tequila came on the side. So a lot of the time we would just put like a little bit. And you're in control of how much it has. I love that. And so it was cool. You're like making a margarita at home. That's pretty cool. The world is ending. I also. um, I lived near New Apollo, the Chinese restaurant. And at that time. And I. Was def- I got a blue Hawaiian. I was getting honey culottas. It was fun. Yeah. But ordering a lot of like single beers for some reason. Also you know? because it was a time when you felt so bad having a delivery. Per- you weren't going to be like, right. just get me my one sandwich. Right. It was like, let me low key get my groceries. Exactly. <laughs> and I just don't understand like why that's water. not an always thing. And I didn't even realize it was gone up until last time I was in New York. And I was ordering sushi with my dad. And he was like, oh, add like a Sapporo. And I was like. Uh, it doesn't say that you can add alcohol anymore. So and sad. he was so bummed. He literally made me walk across the street to the bodega to go get him beer. Honestly, like I don't blame him. It's like really sad. He was like, but I was looking, and we're not a big drinking family, so when yeah, he, he only he had a single beer. Exactly. Like let the man have enjoy he, his meal. He likes his Corona light with sushi delivery. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> and like a Cosmo once in a while. Oh, I love like, that. So funny. But again, what is the gender binary? You know, he's like, I love a Cosmo. I don't care. He's like, I'm 65. (laughs) Let the man enjoy his fucking Cosmo. He's like, I'm married with two kids. No one's going (laughs) to. Who's checking me? Yeah. (laughs) But he used to get Cosmos like delivery during the pandemic. Oh, what a cutie. Let the man have his Cosmos. And I I don't know why they. And I feel we were having this conversation in a previous episode about Mm -hmm. like the. increase in chains in new york mm-hmm. and i think that partially due to the fact that a lot of small business food establishments were unable to sustain life yep. during the pandemic and even post-pandemic especially post-pandemic and I think now they remove the alcohol from being delivery and stuff like that the, that brings down the whole the order margin total. Is, and the margin is so and the tip huge compared to what you can make on food even for the delivery person it's like your tip by default was going to be higher because the total of this order was higher just from a drink, you know? It's so weird. It's really And I gross. don't understand how, like, what, like, I, what, what made is, you reverse that? Like, what, why was that so bothersome to you? I don't understand at all. But I do think there's a general, like, situation where we should, I don't know why alcohol is, like, so embraced in mm-hmm. policy versus, like, cannabis, which we know is medicinal and therapeutic. It's so weird. It's because they don't understand anything and they need, like, to do research and actually listen instead of thinking that they know all of it. I went to um, I went to Albany on that trip that you notoriously created the design for. Which is so crazy. Yeah. So I went on an Albany trip to advocate for cannabis legalization in New York. Yeah. And it was um, one of the last lobby days before it actually passed. Exactly. Yeah. I think it may Maybe have it been like the last one. The last one. And we were speaking to like people in local government. Yeah. And I remember there was this one politician that I was speaking with and I was just he didn't want to hear anything. 
Yeah, especially in Albany. He And he was Brooklyn-based. He was a Brooklyn-based mm. councilman. And he's just like, I'm sorry, I don't want to hear it. Like, I know that um, the negatives outweigh the positives. And people keep talking about taxes. And I'm just like, you are literally so old school that you you don't even have questions. Give me, a, I'll tell you about whatever you want to hear. Ask the right questions and you will get answers. But you are yeah. just committed to being ignorant. And I think that's one of the most dangerous parts of legalization in New York that people are taking for granted is that it really only passed by a very, like, what is the expression? By the hair on your back? Let's say by a thread. By th yeah. <laughs> um, like, it barely passed. And skin of their teeth? Skin of their teeth, yeah. And the only reason, realistically, is because Cuomo was about to be investigated for yep. sexual assault allegations mm -hmm. and he needed, like, good graces. To get some of, of the heat yeah. off, yep. And... That's the the bill was like pretty much the same as it had been rejected in right. previous. So it was really like a bullshit way. And it could very easily go in a bad direction. And it's already going in a bad direction. But there's like no assurances mm -hmm. that like this can be sustained. A hundred percent. Like if one day they're like, this is a sham of the industry. We're going to pass a different bill yep. that's going to like not make this legal. They could. It's super whack. It's very whack. And I'm just, I'm glad more people are standing on their footing here about it. And I'm glad more people are getting involved. And I'm glad it's created jobs. And I'm glad we're getting tax money from it. No, it's great. Like Because I think that will start to sway the opinion. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that it has to happen in this order. But I'm glad that at least, it's at least begun. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting because next year will mm -hmm. be their last year of the current people that have been appointed to the OCM. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see if the governor appoints them again or if she goes in like a completely different direction of who she's going to hire. Scary. Because right now it's pretty cool. It's it mostly black, um, like New Yorkers. Mm -hmm. There's, I don't think anybody from outside New York. That's dope. Hopefully nothing and changes. And people but... who have been like activists for years in the space. So it's like, you know that they're not like a random. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. It depends if Kathy Hochul is demonically possessed. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, maybe she's just boozing it maybe, up. Maybe she got the devil in her. I mean, she um, definitely has the devil. <laughs> well, that was another episode of Not For Nothing. We hope you tune in next week, every Tuesday. We're back with a new app. Watch us wherever you stream or watch your favorite podcasts. I'm Sarah. You can follow me at How Can I Help You. You can follow the pod at Not For Nothing Pod across all platforms. And you can follow me at Natasha Pierzy or Pussyweed. And don't forget to register to vote and to vote in your local elections. Coming up in November. Mm -hmm.